Hey everyone and welcome to Tea Time with Austin. This is a podcast where we will discuss things going on in the pop culture and entertainment world. We will divulge into some of the most juiciest gossip and I will give you my take on everything in between. So grab your teacups and let's start sipping. Hey everybody, welcome to Tea Time with Austin and Friends. I'm your host Austin on my friends Cameron and Rita. And joining us today is our honorary co-host and friend, Sydney. Yes. Yes, I'm in the Mario. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, so how's everybody's week been? It's been pretty good for me. Just chuck it along. Dang, surviving and advancing. Okay. Literally surviving in advance at my house. <laughs> at quarter brick. <laughs> yeah. I I am grateful because it could be it could be worse. I'll say that. I'm looking forward to the weekend though. <laughs> okay. Listen, I had a good week, a good week so far. Right. My weekend already started because tomorrow teacher work day, but I'm I'm gonna do I'm gonna grade a little couple papers and I'm out. We yeah, often yeah. need work this week because I we saw the work day for two days, Monday and Tuesday. I was in there at nine and out by eleven thirty. <laughs> <laughs> and then one of them, you had the students teaching. I said, "Now nah, he's trying to get them to do his job." I mean, <laughs> they trying to show each other how to do it, so that's teamwork, right? Teamwork. I love I hear work. that. <laughs> I saw them little blocks. <laughs> <laughs> Send me a flashback. If you think you know how to multiply, go ahead and show them how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> but now it's been a good week, though. So, yeah. All right, let's jump on right on in because there's some juicy tea on this list that we got going for us. Let's talk about um, the girls' trip, too. Who's ready for girls' trip, too, in Ghana? I am. I'm not ecstatic <laughs> or against it. Yeah, I'm interested to see how they're gonna take the storyline. Is what's his name gonna be in it? The um, you know, after they done broke up, who was the little light skin dude? Oh, maybe the one with Regina. Honestly, yeah, I don't remember any of the men in the movie except for Kofi. Oh my gosh! Right. Oh, and Lorenz Tate. That might be who we're talking about. Yeah. Like so we're saying, <laughs> I just wish they had uh, Jada had like a, a bigger storyline. Her storyline was kind of bleh to me. But I hope she gets a better storyline. Now, here's the thing. I did not watch that movie for storyline. I thought it was supposed to be kind of like a female hangover. Like, a, like you know, let's make a, a black female hangover. Where these friends get together and they just have a wild time, right? You know, which everybody knows because we're that age where we get we go on the French, we go on the friend trips. So there's not a lot of storyline with you on your friend trips. It's just you catching up with your friend, like you having a a blast, you're drinking, you're eating, enjoying yourself, and then you and your friend have a mo- a serious moment where you find out your friend been going through something that you didn't know about or you tell your friends of something that you've been going through that they didn't know about and then you know you go back to your regular lives 
So I guess <laughs> what it's, it, it, it's trying to capture. I don't think that's going to make a good movie if that was to happen. They got to have some kind of plot. <laughs> we, had, we had three hangovers and all three of them had the exact same plot. So that was white men. We talking about black women here. <laughs> And let's, I mean, and let's not, let's not, let's address the elephant in the room. Somebody on the cast needs it. But I mean, I mean, yeah. Mm. But my question, he needs it. Oh, I forgot Tiffany Haddish is yeah. in that movie. That's it what I love that you talking about Haddish. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about her. Yeah, we she don't like her. Uh, you said you don't like her. <laughs> we don't like her. What you mean? <laughs> he apologized. He, he nasty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And apparently it wasn't. I don't know what happened with that whole situation. A hot mess. They had settled. Yeah. I don't care if they settled it or not. I said, mm-mm, no. That that's a that's a real wild situation. And so let's not pretend like that like that movie didn't springboard her into you know the the main eye, the main attention, and hopefully this will resuscitate her. Well, the crazy thing is, she was on the D.L. Hughley show, like, two days ago, and he was asking her, you know, you about to get back on the road? And she was like, yeah. And she seemed very happy. She came, She recently wrote a book or something and was promoting that. So I don't know if any money really left her pockets. They always buy the book when they're going through something. <laughs> I don't think... <laughs> I don't think money left her pocket. I just don't think she's the golden girl anymore either. No. I think she's like gonna, I think she's stagnant. I don't think she's gonna continue to, you know, she was on her way to being the female Kevin Hart. Is that a good thing? Look, I was like, what's she doing? <laughs> it, is at, it, is at the, it is at the bank account and in the in the yeah, world where. Okay. I mean, a lot of people it is. Yeah, because she was in the Lego movie, and Legos alone is a big... That's a big thing. Yeah. So, you know, Girls Trip 2, to keep her in the, in relevance, to keep her in the, in the forefront of our mind, because think about it, had you thought about Tiffany Haddish? Nope. Until they mentioned that, I hadn't. Mm-mm. I forgot she, I, I forgot she existed. That's what I'm saying. I was being kind. Because <laughs> I'm like, I thought all that mess that they was going, that little freaky shit they was going through. Mm-mm, no. Ain't no coming back from that. It was, let's start at the fake COVID relationship with Common first. <laughs> Wait, it was fake. <laughs> I, <laughs> they didn't come I, and deny it though. I feel like they were having sex. They were doing something, but there wasn't no relationship. Like, you know, but I'm I'm gonna tell you though, from like a adult perspective, mm-hmm. as someone who's sheltered in place being single, I don't see nothing wrong with what they did. I'm a nice, attractive adult, you're an attractive ad- adult. Let's just shelter in place together, bump private parts where we don't risk getting COVID. <laughs> Bump private part. <laughs> right. Shut up, Sydney. <laughs> and then and when everything is back open, you go your way and I go mine. Well, yeah. And I think he wrapped it in a relationship for us, but I think they were just shelter in place partners. And I feel like if we ever risk something like that again where the world shuts down, mm. all single people should do the same thing. Find someone who you find sexually attractive. 
and get you a little partner. Yeah. <laughs> it's just one thing to be with them and be able to leave, but woof. You gotta find somebody that like because Tiffany is entertaining. You know, Common was he's very entertaining musically, so they were entertaining each other. They their space was big enough for them to go their separate ways when they got on each other's nerves because they already didn't know each other well enough to be living together. Mm-hmm. Meet up in the middle, bump private parts, go back to my side of the house, you go back to yours. See, I'm down for this. <laughs> if we ever go into another thing is like that, that, is that I'm, technically a friends with benefits or a situationship? It's two adults deciding to fulfill each other's needs in a time where we don't know whether we're going to live to see tomorrow. Mm, that's an interesting way of putting it. Then, you know what I mean? I'm, say, I'm talking about... Of, then we break up. <laughs> I, think, I don't think they, they were ever in a relationship. I think that they did not have the words for it and that's what they labeled it as for us. Well, for the public. I can see that. They had a mind your damn business. <laughs> Period. Because <laughs> yeah. that won't be more real than the man in the moon. <laughs> True. Mm. All right, let's move on from girls' trip to. Um... <laughs> that was a lot in girls' trip too, right there. <laughs> y'all, y'all not go deep. <laughs> right on every topic. Yeah, I took a. Look, 20 minutes of the first. <laughs> no. <laughs> the shade of it all. Oh. I'm going to be quiet. You be bringing the tea. <laughs> you know, girl, I'll be here for it. Mm. <laughs> all right, let's talk about how um, these students at Bethune Cook was protesting unsafe living conditions. What's happening at these HBCUs, our HBCU alumni? <laughs> all I'm going to say is that A&T that wouldn't fly. <clears throat> Well, because y'all forgot when y'all had all them students, y'all was just placing in hotels, and then the ones that didn't get hotels, y'all was like, oh, oh, well. I don't just, know what you're talking about. Okay. Well, I'm not going to front. I was a hotel dweller for like a few weeks, <laughs> one year. So I, I do know they do, they, yes, they would put you up in a hotel. I think it's an alumni thing. I think you have to have alumni that stand up. Mm-hmm. For you, for you, you know, our alumni. We have a well, ANC have a lot of legacy students. They have a lot of like very active alumni. They don't play that stuff. Right. They they will call. I used to work in admissions. A ANC alumni will call over anything, and they they don't care who they get. They gonna complain. <laughs> yeah. I think it's I think it's being accountable to alumni, but has to Bethune Cookman like. Risk being shut down and stuff like that before. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I feel like they have. Bethune Cookman. I don't know. I've never heard of that. Shut down for it's what? It's in Florida. Huh? Isn't it in Florida? Yeah, it's in Daytona. But I never heard about them get about to get shut down. That's interesting. Hmm. What well, apparently mo- money issues or something. They're building, they have a mold and all kinds of stuff. Which, from a person who lived at Van Story, let me just tell you, <laughs> that is the worst place you can say it. <laughs> and from somebody who used to know somebody that lived in Barbie, let me just say, it's a mess over there. But I, hopefully, they don't fix it up now. But yeah, Lord, well, they got the new Aggie Sweets. Is oh, that? 
Is that what that is? What? That I've always wanted that because you know where that that church was right that little big empty parking lot. They put something there. What are those apartments or were they are they uh dorms? I thought that was a part of some kind of classroom or something. I don't know. Let me shut up. <laughs> I ain't know what it was. I thought it was a yeah, they, I know they tore down the YMCA and built yeah, a structure that belonged to A&T, but I just don't know what it is. Oh, you're talking about that. No, that's the uh, the new engineering building. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the new engineering building right there. Like, they I'm need something about, else. Like, that, it was a big, because I used to always know, because always used to be like a random bus just sitting there. But it was like, it's that, it was like a big empty parking lot. And they put some kind of like apartments or dorms there. I didn't know what it was. I found it kind of, I was like, oh, okay, look at us expanding. Because I know Auntie getting bigger and bigger every single year. So I'm quite sure it's, it ain't going to be long before they do run out of like student housing. So they got to expand it. So I thought that's what it was. And that's because student apartments are expensive. You know, that's why student housing, that's why people decide to stay on campus. Like, because living off campus is expensive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I moved off all, I didn't want no meal plan. All the grown people that can't afford to live in regular apartments are living in student housing because regular apartments are expensive. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, a, it's a cycle. Not all the grown people. <laughs> it's a cycle. Yeah. Like it's too it's too expensive for college students to live off campus. It's too expensive for grown people to live outside of college apartments. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah ridiculous. I had to live. I remember they tried to move me into that dorm room with that woman who was a nurse. I'm like, Lord, I'm, 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 <laughs> wait. What? A woman that was a nurse? Yeah, she was like a, a, a she was like forty something years old, living in student housing. She was a nurse and everything. Back in a collegiate, no, oh. no, it wasn't collegiate. It was Sebastian. Now this woman was a whole nurse, and she was living somewhere where she could get her lights, her water, and her internet all rolled into one. <laughs> oh, we the bundle and overdue. That tell you. <laughs> Overdue. Life is expensive. Oh my gosh. You work in a 12 hour shift and you and you can and you like rather live in a bundle package with <laughs> That's what I was saying. I was like, I thought I said, I said, no, you ain't about to move you up in here with no grown ass like yeah. You can even just tell by walking in an apartment a grown ass woman was living. <laughs> she got her <laughs> on the walls. God. Like, yeah, like knickknacks and all kinds of crap. Where you got your socks on, you're slipping fall. Like, come on. <laughs> but but she was doing the best, like she was probably for real doing the best she could. Yeah, yeah and I respect it. I said, I'm not living. First of all, I don't want to live with a woman anyway. And I was like, I damn straight living by you know, my mama age, you know. Hmm. Wrong woman. No. And she probably didn't want you there either because she's been pretending like it was her own place. I'm sure I'm sure she didn't. And I'm all I was more than happy to walk away from that apartment. I said, uh no. She's she oh been telling God. her friends, uh-uh, you can't come stay with me. My spare bedroom is not really a spare bedroom. It's locked. <laughs> it's just locked and I can't get in there. It's the restricted parking for me. She had to tell her friends, her guests to park on the street or not in the lot. <laughs> 
<laughs> but I mean, like, oh my god, Stop. and. And in college, I would have laughed at her, but now I'm a grown woman. I definitely see where she did that. Okay. A studio good, way to get, good way to get some coins in your pocket. Stack up a little. A studio, a studio apartment is $1,500. So mm-hmm. let alone saying that to say, but don't cook me need to do better. <laughs> right. Because right. <laughs> we went all the way to a and Right. Sorry, <laughs> back. Sorry, back. Middle-aged women. <laughs> Child. Alright, um, moving on. So the Oscar nominations came out and Rihanna and Tim yes! Yes, nominated for Best Song. Angela Bassett nominated for Best Supporting Actress for her two minutes in Black Panther. <laughs> Bye. She was <laughs> I'm not so the Panther. Huh? Is she nominated for Black Panther? Yeah, yeah. it is. She's the first Marvel Black okay. Best Supporting Actress. There we go, yeah. I'm so dead. He said two minutes. She was not in that movie for no two minutes. You saw it, Cameron? Not yet, but I know she wasn't there for no two minutes. Come on, Angela Bassett in a in a in a show for two minutes. Yeah, right. It was really about a good thirty. <laughs> it was not y'all. Oh, I thought you meant oh, okay. If you add up her scenes, then okay. Talk about it. 25 minutes at the and that, and now five minutes is that monologue that's what got her that um nomination. Wait, not you gave it away. Jesus. Let me stop. Well, go ahead, Rita. <laughs> what was you gonna say? I done forgot. Never mind. <laughs> right. I still I'm they said it's going on Disney Plus on the on the first of February, so I was just gonna wait. Child, not on Black History Month. <laughs> yeah. This is they sprinkling their coins out to us here and there. <laughs> right. But I'm glad that Rihanna is um, you know, well, not really, it's not really Rihanna. I'm happy for it. It's Tim's. I'm glad Tim's is getting her things. <laughs> Why are you not happy, Rihanna? I mean, no, 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 no. Let me explain. I'm not not happy for Rihanna. I'm just really happy for Tim's. <laughs> <laughs> Let me up. Yeah. <laughs> and that and that's one reason why I'm just kind of like more happy for Tim's. What the haters? Oh god! You can, hear, you can hear Tim's covering them vocals. <laughs> oh goodness. And I enjoy Rihanna. I'm ready to ponder replay at the Super Bowl. No, uh-uh. well, not that one. Mm. Unless she get her accent back, don't do that one. Child, she's she gonna start. She with can't. Lift she me can't. Up. She better not Americanize. She uh, is gonna start replay. with lift me. She gonna start lift me up. This is nominated. Watch. Watch. I thought that was gonna be the the song in the middle. I feel like that's gonna be the song. You know, like when the camera goes up and all the little kids be down on the um field and the lights and stuff. I feel like that was gonna be the song for that. Yeah. You know, that's going to be her big moment. Mm -hmm. Because she don't have no big, like, ballads outside that song, do she? Does she have, like, a... This is her first, like, real ballad. Like, I mean, not ballad, but real, like, We Are the World type song. (laughs) Yeah, I feel you. I see what you're saying. Yeah, because... 
love on the brain is not that, but yeah, she's mostly been a breakup song girl or a party song girl. Well, that was my question. Um, I was gonna ask the Rihanna um, captain over here what was his what would be his set list for the Super Bowl halftime show. I'm not making no set list because I'm still hoping that she might put an album out. <laughs> I mean, she's not from the old song. Right, I'm about to say what she gonna perform her. She oh, pop out with a new song at the Super Bowl. Ain't that what your girl did though, Austin? I mean, really she gave y'all 24 crazy. hours to learn formation, <laughs> and we did just that because <laughs> she knew they would do it. That's why she did. <laughs> We're not talking about her right now. Yeah, not the four hour, four, 24. But anyway, <laughs> but if I was to say I won't, I don't know because it's like I guess it. I, I don't even know because okay, it's just like, the show. what do you want her to open the show with? Bam! Um, if I want uh, <laughs> open up the show. <laughs> mm, I don't know. See, I was thinking. See, I gotta think about that because it's just like I want Disturbia because I like that. Bum 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 That's a white friendly beat. I want mm-hmm. only girl in the world. That's what I was. That was about to be my first one. I was gonna say, but that means she would have to get Drake out there, and I'm like, uh, uh-uh, uh, no. Does she? <laughs> <laughs> I like Drake. You know, I I I'm gonna sound like a real bad feminist. Oh gosh, here she goes. But I just wish she would bring out that umbrella. Yes. And when she bring out that umbrella, I and I know this will never ever happen. We will never see them perform this song. <laughs> I know where you're going. Chris oh Brown. God, please somebody not bring out talk about bring out no Chris Brown. <laughs> I know, I know if 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 we get umbrella, we're gonna get the Jay-Z version. I know this, but I'm just saying. Oh, okay. oh. <laughs> I know we are, but but just the true like Millennial, you know, I was a teenager during that time in me. It was like, dang, I really hate that happened the way it did. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. You can be my Cinderella. That part, Rita. Yeah. That part. I really want to see something I haven't never seen her like perform. I want to maybe ever, uh, Things shut up and drive or something like that. Something Ooh, that'll that really catch you off guard. That'll be cute for the white folks. Because <laughs> they have to think she's talking about driving the car. <laughs> she not. Stop. <laughs> it's gonna be a very Caucasian friendly. Oh, you like we might, we they got we you. might We might just if she want to give her baby daddy some some shine. <laughs> but. <laughs> Give us a little rude boy. Hey. I don't know if that's on appropriate. No. <laughs> I know, but that would, mm, that's that not Caucasian. That would definitely uh uh spark some interest right there. Now last <laughs> year they let us have it. They not gonna do it again. Uh-uh. Nope. We'll probably get like please don't stop the music. Like Yes. See, I like that one. That's mm, that's a good one. <laughs> that's what they would play at Legends. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> it appears it appears to all crowd appeals. Excuse me. I was gonna say, you know, Rih- Rihanna had her little phase where she was, you know, pandering to her audience. 
I'm done with you, Sydney. <laughs> anyway, somebody that's not a, apparently into her upcoming performance, Stephen A. Smith. Go ahead, Cameron. Let him have it. I mean, I just only thing I'm gonna say is I just don't understand why is it always comparing Beyonce, Rihanna, and this. Like, why we gotta tear each other down like this? It don't make no sense. I just think he honestly did it for shock value because nobody's talking about Stephen A. Smith. (laughs) (laughs) He wanted somebody to say something like because he was on the Sherry show and she asked him. He just wanted to get the crowd going. Nobody was cares what Stephen A. Smith thinks about this halftime show. And I'm just like, you don't have to like, you don't have to tear somebody else down, you know, to make them look good. Like, I, I don't get it, man. Right. Like, man, Rihanna, like, we everybody know that like good music. No, Rihanna and Beyonce are two completely different performers, and they both excel at what they do. Right. He started the conversation before everybody else could, um, because people are going to th- draw the comparison. Um. Uh, I give Beyonce a hard time, but let's tell the truth. She has had one of the best halftime shows still, hands down, since Michael Jackson, right? Oh, yeah. I would definitely say probably top three. So she definitely set set the standard. And so everyone, she people are going to draw the comparisons. He just drew them before Rihanna had a chance to actually show what she could do. And he did it in a nasty way. But the comparisons are... Monday morning, people are going to be drawing those comparisons. Mm-hmm. I'm going to watch Beyonce's halftime show when we hang up. <laughs> <laughs> Just so I can be refreshed. So you can be comparing reading. Yeah, because <laughs> all I remember is that power going out afterwards. And we all know she paid somebody to do that, but that's mm-hmm. neither here nor there. <laughs> Hasn't <laughs> Beyonce performed the Super Bowl twice, though? Or am I tripping? Three times, she- but who's counting? Oh well, I so which, one, about that so which one, one are we talking about? Which performance are we talking about? Formation one, right? No, that wasn't the one what? that the power went out. Was the for- no, no the-, the formation one was actually that was like a, a melody. Like it was her, it was Bruno yeah, Mars. Bruno Mars it, yeah. Oh, which one was she with the black um bodysuit with the that was her solo? Well, Destiny Child. No, that was the one with her and Bruno Mars and all. Then when she stormed the stadium. Oh well, yeah, but that was black too when she did the solo by herself. Yeah, but she was in the one with the bullets on it. Uh, yeah, the one with the bullets. So that one is um. So I don't need to watch that one. Then what's the other one? Then I don't know which one y'all talking about. The 2013 maybe. Oh, I wasn't watching it then. What did she perform? Check up on it, probably. I was not ready for that. Really? <laughs> right, I'm done. I'm done. I'm really? I was not ready for that. I like check up on it. Rena. Rena. All right. I'm done. <laughs> it just rolled so easily, though. Now, that was my fault. Really? You got one in and <laughs> <laughs> that was just as funny as when Jaguar Wright said, Jam on the horn now. <laughs> Sydney, stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I ain't messed with y'all tonight. 
<laughs> We're all excited for Rihanna's halftime show. I'm excited to see everything that she's going to pull out. I know she's going to kill it. So let's move on. Um, the Black Eyed Peas is suing some toy maker for using their song, My Humps. And it's what's the commercial read? I can't remember what the commercial says, but anyway. I don't even know, but. My Poops allegedly says, My Poops. It's a unicorn doing my poops. Oh, yeah. yeah. Thoughts, comments, concerns. So wait, they didn't actually they didn't use the song or they use like they substituted like the lyric for because I it's, haven't seen it. It's the it's a parody like. Oh the, okay. yeah. Do you, do you need permission for something like that though? Is that considered copyright? If it's close, it depends on how close it is. Oh okay. Do you feel like it was close enough? Um, I mean, I recognize it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> though I well as a creative I do feel like you know copyright infringement get your money um however does anybody really care about the black IPs after the 2010s I didn't know I didn't know they still existed like they are they still a group and performing and stuff I no they retired so. oh okay I, I think I ain't heard a lick of them but it's not really the black eyed black IPs though it's their music publisher Okay, I was gonna say I, th- I thought we left them with dressing business casual and going to the club. I thought that was when we left them back. Bastard. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it says the music producer BMG, the rights management is the ones who who are suing. Yeah. And I actually I'm I thought that song was one of Fergie's songs by herself. Me too. I, I don't hear a look of black eyed peas in there, but Fergie. Well, no, in now the that back- I'm thinking about it. She's got me standing. Yeah. That part. <laughs> now, I ain't never heard nobody own a black eyed peas song, but Will I Am and Fergie, what the other guy does, no one knows. With the mohawk or whatever he got. Oh snap! I was thinking about the one with the long hair, but it is one with a mohawk. It's two of them. Oh gosh! Okay. You said, "Oh gosh!" <laughs> I didn't know it was two. I thought it was three people. That was four. Yeah, that's four. And then one time I thought Justin Timberlake was in the Black Eyed Peas, so I just, you know, let's just move on because Sydney talk about the NSYNC man. Right, <laughs> that's what I'm about to say. <laughs> no, didn't they have that song "Where's the Love"? Yes, but what that? I, I thought he is. was just featured on that song. <laughs> I thought that was like a "We Are the World" song. They was in the back of a cop car, though. Oh. Next topic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about um Sammy's mom, Angela Baxter, and arrested for a second degree murder. Now that's crazy. That, that is, is wild. <laughs> what in the world? Now I see why her son act like that. Well, first of all, I, I seen him post a long apology thing. I went on Twitter and I said, "What is happening?" And then, mm. boy, did I go down a rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> So thoughts on this? Who is the victim? It's two of them, right? She killed two people, didn't she? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't say it like that. Oh but who God. are they? 
They just random passers. I, I thought it was just random people walking down the street. Because <laughs> she just, but like, she just was, okay. Somebody clarify, because as I was reading it, <laughs> I was visualizing her just sitting around. And I apologize for my uh, delivery. Uh, it's a little funny. Uh, like, I'm picturing her just sitting on the porch, just busting cap. Like, <laughs> was somebody after her and she was like self defense and they would just happen to be in the. Like, at what point is a 40 year old woman just taking shot? Yeah. She got something wrong with her mentally, then. Got to be. You know. Cause I'm thinking, cause at first I was like, oh, I was like, maybe it was New Year's, you know, maybe they get Southern people where you know you shoot out, you know, in the air. Yeah. But it wasn't New Year's, so I just I don't understand what happened for her to just be taking shot. Right. Does I that? Oh no, is that got to be emotionally hard on him, boy? Mm-hmm. Did you imagine just saying, "All right, now your mom going probably could probably going to prison for the rest of her life"? Right, that got to be hard. Mm. Yeah, that's wild. Like that's just a it's just a crazy situ. Like nothing makes sense in that situation. Something had to have happened. They just ain't get the details yet. Well, I'll watch the documentary when it gets on Netflix. Oh gosh, facts. I just don't want them to loop Sammy into it because he ain't got nothing to do with this. He oh, automatically. <laughs> they wouldn't even covered it. It wouldn't have been on Hollywood Unlocked if it was just a regular 40-year-old black woman, unfortunately, who just shot two black girls. It, it wouldn't have ended up on, it, on the shade room and all those different places because it's Sammy's mother. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, that's money he gonna have to spend on. Because, you know... You still have to. He's he's still stuck in that that same weird dark place that Nicki Minaj her was stuck in. Where you did if you do, you did you don't. You gotta help your family member, even if you don't agree with what they did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sad situation. So yeah. Especially he just came back to prominence after the verses. You know, did really I hate this sound. I, I, I just thought that after that verse, he went right back into the little hiding spot where he was at. I, you he know, but, a little bit, a little few performances or whatever. I thought Carlos I King was going to give him a show. Listen, <laughs> they need to give him a show. Not him. now. Oh, why? Wow, I love good TV. Mm-mm. Apparently, he likes stealing people's stories. But damn. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. So Beyonce was in Dubai performing a concert, and y'all know how strict Dubai is. The LGBT community is upset with her because she did not perform any of her Renaissance songs. And yeah, thoughts on that? I'm sorry, but when I saw that, it's like Beyonce always doing something wrong. It's always a complaint. <laughs> and now the L is mad at she, and she they made the an She made an album they was happy. Now she can't perform it in Dubai because y'all know how strict they are. But now they mad. What? Come on now. Mm-hmm. 
I'm like, Jesus. Dubois is um definitely uh homophobic. I think that kind of go into a part of it too, but yeah. I'm just like I'm just like Beyonce grown, she can perform wherever the hell she wants to, bro. I care. I agree with Rita. Like, she gonna have to start handing out comment cards after she do everything. Like, <laughs> how y'all feel? <laughs> you know, like, she brought her daughter on stage with her. The little girl was getting ready to turn up. She stopped her to keep her from getting them a fine that they could definitely afford to pay. But still, like, and everybody had a comment about that. Like, she's just gonna have to start passing out comment cards so everybody can just submit their feelings after she do something. And All I will say is this burn. LGBT community about to, it's starting to get on my nerves. My thing is the same ones that's complaining the man gonna be the first one to buy a ticket. Mm-hmm. I'm saying twenty four million dollars. I mean, she can do whatever she wants to on that stage. <laughs> right. I was surprised that she was as I was I was surprised I was surprised she took the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but I figured maybe the bag was ba- was was a bag. I'm sure it was. Mm-hmm. Being that she likes to be so, she likes to be very provocative. She likes to be very like you know on the nose as far as like I am a woman and I am a, 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 a ally and all of that stuff. So I'm I was surprised that she took the show. Listen to start off with. When I seen everybody covered up like praise dances, I knew something was going on. <laughs> <laughs> Not the praise dances. <laughs> that choreography too. Right. I said, oh, this is about to get different. Somebody said he about to skip at church. <laughs> <laughs> and they about to hold it. <laughs> but yeah, so I don't know. The LGBT, like Cameron said, is Starting to get a little different and weird. They're getting so. annoying as hell. That's what they're doing. Yes, complain, complain, complain. But Same I mean, thing with this Aretha Franklin mess. Um, oh, oh, natural woman. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was irritating dumb. as hell. I mean, never mind, because I'm not in the community. Let me shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got thoughts. Go ahead, say what you got right. to say. That song Natural Women was like, you know, like this man and gave it to me good and I'm feeling fishy. I feel like I thought that's what that song is the equivalent <laughs> of. Like <laughs> I clearly thought like, that's what it was. <laughs> he just, like, you know, like if like if a man who's same gender loving is singing it, or if it's a, a trans person singing it, they like child, he didn't gave it to me so good. Now I feel like I done threw this bussy at him and <laughs> child, I feel like it is what it is. Like, I'm a natural woman. Like, that's what the whole thing of the song was. Anyway, like, he done touched me on my inside part. Oh my and, God. Feeling this, like, that's what I thought the song was about anyway. Like, I didn't think it was like a, I have a, a natural born vagina and you got yours made. I thought it was like, I didn't receive some loving so good, child. It don't even matter what it is. Right. I'm walking. I'm walking bow legged regardless. <laughs> oh my god! See. <laughs> that was my thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> I see. All right. <laughs> Moving on. Let's talk about the Lovers and Friends Festival because. A while back, I thought this was a fake thing, but Me clearly too. it's a new, it's a real thing. Um, in Vegas. It's a real thing. Yeah, 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 it's a real thing. Ye
it's like everybody though. That's what I'm saying. like there's got to be if, fake. How all these people got time for that? But okay. if if he succeeds, it will be one of the greatest concerts ever. If he fails, it's going to be the fire festival all over again. Clearly, because all these people: <laughs> Missy Elliott, Mariah Carey, Usher, Pitbull, Fifty Cent, Chris Brown, Little Kim. It's Vegas, though. It's it's capable in Vegas. Yeah, I don't know. That list was long. Seven oh two. When they get back together next, who is that? Young Jock. Where they get him from? Like what is he? Boom like an eight oh eight. Straight out of Hot Atlanta. <laughs> I mean, think about it though. Like the Atlanta. Okay, the B list of Atlanta artists. They can all get on one plane together, and they won't. <laughs> they 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 fly commercial anyway. Let's not <laughs> like let's not. And Las Vegas is a very like it's a pretty you know it's a it's a city that's used to having celebrities come in and out. So I'm sure like their private jet airport is pretty much capable, you know, because I know Mariah ain't flying with these people. Ain't she on the list? Yeah, she's not. Yeah, she's not flying with these people. No, Young Jock cannot breathe her air. Well, Kendra gonna pay for Jock, so. Black Jock. And the black. Yeah. Yeah. The black. I mean, and then what? Teddy Riley in Florida group, so he just gonna stay on the stage. Child, okay. <laughs> Listen. I miss a good lineup. If he pulls it off, it will be the great one of the greatest concerts ever. If he fails, we gonna know. Don't worry. <laughs> Christina Aguilera, Summer Walker. Thank you. We all know Summer ain't gonna perform. Let's stop playing. <laughs> she gonna get there and she gonna be like, all these people here, I'm not doing this. Mm. It's like a good time, though. I would love to be a part of that. How much are the tickets? I don't know. I didn't went on sale yet. Mm. It's, it's catching a flight out there is what I'm worried about because again, how many, like, most of the artists gonna be on the plane, because they go. <laughs> you gonna be sitting beside the artists, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting beside <laughs> And you know, I be in the cheap seats by the tail of the plane. <laughs> Stop. Master P, what are they gonna bring Romeo? All these people down here. They still few. I guarantee if he bring Romeo, you gonna be the first one on that airplane. First of all, <laughs> who said Amarion was coming, but he's on me. <laughs> well, he don't. He gonna drive out with me alone, cause you know he probably in LA with her. Oh, the God. franchise boys, where they get them from? Oh my oh, God! Oh, I and think see, they you, like me. You know they gonna be on the tail of. They probably flying Spirit. Child, they, <laughs> <laughs> they probably carpooling. <laughs> mm. The franchise. That's Lee with it, rock with it, ain't it? That's all I think they like. Yeah, that, and all I think they like. Wow, wow! You said the brat too, right? Yeah. <laughs> so basically, all the so so deaf gonna come together, right? So they all. The show. So they gonna borrow. They gonna borrow Janet Jackson's jet. I'm sure. Uh, mm. You gotta give it to a good to buy the jet. Oh, he right there at it. I'm sure he. I'm sure he can. <laughs> Sydney, I'm done. <laughs> you don't even gotta. You don't even gotta sit down. <laughs> I 
Anyway, <laughs> moving on, Cameron, let's talk about these mass shootings. What's your thoughts on this? Because you've been really wanting to talk about it. Oh, yeah, that we've had 37 mass shootings in what, 20? We on what, 25 of the new year? We had 37 mass shootings? Mm-hmm. <sighs> I was talking to my dad about it. I said, it ain't never going to change. Until when one of these charter schools get tied up with these politicians go. All right. But the the one thing I did want to talk about is jumping back to that um the teacher that got shot. Uh, the six year old. Yeah. Did y'all hear what they've been saying about that story? No, right. they blaming everybody else except for the parent and they and they uh they had asked, uh, should the six-year-old be held responsible for the shooting or not? I was like, what y'all think about that? Did they, did, did they ever state a motive? They said he had been saying he had really hated his teacher and something like that, but that's only got heard. And they got to arguing that day, right? Something like that. And he had said like an hour before the shooting that he was going to shoot, he was going to kill his teacher or something like that. Hmm. I'm about yeah, I still blame the parent. I mean, well, obviously, well I can say, I, 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 to me, it's automatically blaming the parent because there's <laughs> no way a six-year-old should get a, access to a gun. Like, no way. Right. But do you think we should, do you think the kid can be, like, do you think, like, just thinking back to when you were six-year-old, do you think you were, like, in the right state of mind to know what the consequences for shooting a gun or not? I I probably didn't know what a gun was at six years old, to be honest. No, not like the true concept of like taking someone's life. Yeah. Yeah, no. Uh-uh. I that's that's a lot like, how you, like how do you how do you assess that to a six year old? You know, like do we charge him with attempted murder or do we put him in a mental institution? Like that's a weird situation right there. I told you. <laughs> If you tread lightly, that's how Michael Myers became who he was. Now he was six years old when he killed his mom. I was gonna say there's definitely some type of like disconnect as far as how to manage your emotions, like the scale of like how to manage emotions there. So there's something something with mental health has to be done. Yeah. Because Well, obviously you can't just like set them free and hope for the best. Your Something average six year old, you make them mad. They're not they might not talk to you for 30 minutes. Might they might a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> I was gonna say in, in an extreme case, you might get like a kick or a hit or something like that. Um, that's when you're like, Oh my gosh, this child doesn't know how to manage their emotions. But for a child to find a gun, get a gun, first off. There's something wrong in the household for the child to think that that's the proper way to handle a situation. Yeah. See, yeah, that's what I said. Like, either his parents handle it with anger, or I don't know, he got it from somewhere. And yeah. I, when I was six years old, I don't even think I really understood what it meant to die. Like, I honestly didn't probably start understanding, like, really, like, get a good understanding of death. Until, like, I would say maybe, like, the third grade when I was, like, seven or eight when our principal that was, she died. The principal that was at the elementary school, she died in the middle of the school year. And that's when I kind of first got my grades. Like, oh, that's what it means to die. And I still, and I, you know, I, me thinking I was, like, as a kid, I was naive. I was like, oh, maybe they'll come back in, like, two years or something. 
but not realizing that you know you when you're dead, you're dead, you know. So it's like I don't even think at six years old I even understood what it meant to kill somebody or what death really was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just to think to do something, just to think like I'm gonna get a gun and shoot you, like that's that's a that's Insane. something you have to learn. Like a, a yeah. child doesn't just that's not something you just know. And I and I was a child who like my parents definitely exposed me to you know action films very early, but still that wasn't a concept like to actually do what was in what I was seeing. It wasn't a concept for me. So to think that this child like literally was like I'm gonna do this. This is something. This is says something about the environment at home to me. Yeah. Like I deal with my emotions like this. When somebody makes you mad, you do this. That's oh, that's like a wild step. Yeah. I just feel like kids need to be whooped more often. <laughs> and I'm not I'm not a big person on whoopings, but I just feel like this generation needs to be whooped more often. Like that's just ridiculous. No, well, I think the biggest thing is these especially these, you know, the parents are getting younger and younger. These new generation parents, they need to realize you can't, like, I just don't see how it's possible to raise a good, respectable, like, adult, like, I mean, not a kid, when they, when you're, like, best friends as a parent at an early age, you know? I don't understand how you can really raise your child to go out <laughs> respecting adults and everybody around them as, like, a parent best friend, like, I didn't get on like that friendship type level with my parents until I graduated college. Like I mean my parents don't parent me anymore. They just give me advice. We talk like my friends. But people be doing that when they like, you know, 12, 13 years old now. Like that's that's weird. You should you need to establish that dominance. Not like yeah. dominance, but that respect. Boundaries. Yeah. I think that that I agree with you, Cameron, about like there's a a definite need for like boundaries between parents and children these days. And I also think like people people punish kids, but they don't explain to them like I am punishing you because yeah whatever. And the reason why <laughs> this behavior is not okay is it's punishable by law, like. You know, I think there's there's a disconnect with it because you can whoop a child or you can spank a child, but if you don't explain to the child what you're doing, you're just really reinforcing negative behavior with more negative behavior. Why you can't explain why you whooping? That's the thing. Lord, now, no. now my dad, me, my parents I, were I good. That. That's what I got. I got an explanation as to why my spanking was not. Yep, like, my, my dad did the same thing right before the whooping happened. I'm tearing your ass up because <laughs> because you did this and this and you knew this was wrong. This is why yeah. I tear your tail up. <laughs> yeah, and like like my mom would even go break it down to like, and sometimes the speeches were worse than the than the actual oh, physical. Yeah. Right. Oh my god. Yes. would break me. it down to like. Behavior is not okay because in the real world, if you do this, you will go to jail. 
<laughs> like in the real world, if you like, it's just a piece of candy right now. But in the real world, if you start taking things that don't belong to you, you will end up in prison. Uh-huh. This is why it's not okay. In the real world, if you just hit somebody, you're gonna end up with in jail. <laughs> like it was an explanation of like the way the world works. Because a lot of kids don't understand. One thing I have learned with talking to this younger generation is they have no clue how the real world works. They sure don't. They don't. I say that all the time at my high school. The high school I'm teaching at, I'm like, boy, some of these kids really can use a reality check. Like, I talk. My, uh, the, the good thing, you know, my dad, when he was, you know, in the church a lot, he used to take us on, because he used to be in the prison ministry. He took mm-hmm. us one time to the prison ministry, and we got to see mm-hmm. it. And I was like, ooh, I'm not about to be locked up in that tiny little room for 23 hours. Oh. I don't think so. No. They have a very, like, delusional, like, I talk to so many kids, and in the middle of the conversation, I want to be like, so what What exactly do you think make you so special? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that entitlement, especially in middle school. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> what? Why exactly do you think the rules of the world don't apply to you? <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I was, you know, I got one that right now, I'm just looking at I'm like, it's only a matter of time before that system throw the book, because that one right there, he, he, he a freshman, 14 years old, already on house arrest, been arrested multiple times, I said, boy, the next time you get in trouble, they're going to throw the book at you. And you're going to be sitting in that jail cell thinking, I should have listened to everybody around me. But it's, it, you know, it's that, which takes me, since we're, you know, that takes, never mind. I ain't even going to go there. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Uh, yeah, something has to be done. What I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, I don't have any kids. I'm not even at this cookout. I'm just complaining about who made a potato salad. <laughs> I got about 110, 115 of them, so I can complain. Hey, <laughs> I give them back to their parents, but they still, I can still complain about them. Right. <laughs> Lord Jesus. <laughs> All right, and then finally, before we move to the question of the day, I want to talk about Whoopi being instrumental in making Good's divorce. And Sydney, you made some eyes in my conversation when I sent you this. So, <laughs> <laughs> so apparently, Megan Good's on the view, and she said Whoopi helped her get through her divorce and said she needs to find herself and rediscover herself. Um, Sydney, go ahead. First, I want to say that. It was actually something I heard an a, a older woman that's actually kind of Whoopi's age, a little bit older, an older single single black woman, and she was like, "I get so tired of older black women not having nobody, talking young girls out of having somebody." <laughs> because you can give somebody that advice when you're sitting by yourself. That's the advice you give when you're sitting by yourself. I knew where that was going, but go ahead. And I was. I was kind of like, you know, well, maybe they grew apart or maybe, you know, she didn't, you know, know that she, you know, that he was more than what she wanted or whatever. But that's but that's also a valid point. Like, yeah, you giving me advice on how to walk away from my husband and you ain't got no one. Because I'm supposed to be old and alone and not have somebody to share life with. I'm not saying you have to be married. But who doesn't? Who who wants to not have someone to share 
their good their wins with their good moments with and maybe he wasn't the right one maybe his feet stink and maybe he wanted to pray for her all the time but like now she's single there are people out there that naturally like to be alone and don't want nobody around maybe for living purposes but I was gonna say maybe in the house still still want somebody to go to share life with yeah, I'm about to say, I don't care who you are. You could like to be alone, maybe living, but mm, I don't truly believe someone wants to be alone. Like, no fling or whatever label you want to call it. Right. I think there are people that have made themselves satisfied with it, but I don't think you just don't, like, you have the best day of your life and everything, the, be- the, the things that you want to happen to you happen, and then you just come home to the house and don't tell nobody. Yeah, I agree. Like everybody, nobody, and then there's like a like. So now, now another black woman joins the what forty five percent of black women that are single. Uh, well, I don't know if she's single. Well, I mean, you know what I mean. You know, (laughs) Megan good. She's probably back in the streets. I'm about to say she can get anybody she wants. So if she if she don't want to be single, she ain't got to be single. Right. I'm about to say people say that. People do say that, but then you know you have your your women that are that woman and they they not in no better situation than the rest of the 45% of us. You know? <laughs> like, people that was just doing concerts in Dubai, she got a man and she still said, well, Sydney. She still said, looking at that Basquiat wig. Sydney, first of all, Jay Wright went to jail, so we don't need you to but uh but with but with Megan good, yeah, I think I, but I think her and um that man gonna reconcile at some point. I think she just still had a little bit more run than she wanted to do. Child, just tell me what his church is at. That's all I want to know. <laughs> I don't um, think she really wanted to be you remember when we looked it up? You got to pay to go. Yeah, you got to pay to go. Like, is it? Never mind. Read it. We're going to. Hold on. You got to pay to go to his church. You remember we looked up? Yes. Yep. It was like he was selling everything on his website. It was buy this, that book. And... Right. And he was actually motivational, not really pastor. But yeah, really. there we go. Yeah. He's like more. He's like motivational speaker, not like uh, religious. He's trying to compete with that cousin Skeeter money. Uh, <laughs> right. That's what he was trying to do. He was trying to cover somebody that been making money since Ease by You, and Ease by You still come on every month. <laughs> like, mm. I, I'll say, I think the recognition disparity. I think that that played a part in their relationship. The recognition disparity. Mm-hmm. But child, she's taking advice from Whoopi, child. Who was with Ted Dan- like and then like it's, her and Ted dancing alone. <laughs> it's a black woman that was never has never been in a relationship with a good black man. Because what never mind. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the other thing. Like you're taking advice from a black woman that ain't never had a good black man. But, would be not gay. No. no. <laughs> well, I'm not gonna say she ain't never swam in a lady pond. I don't know that part, but Lily is gay, not Whoopi. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Same person, sorry. She is she is um she dates a lot of Caucasian men. Mm. Mm. 
Oh wow! Okay. She just might as well be gay. But <laughs> she does give gay woman vibes. But okay. I thought she was like the the stud. <laughs> uh, oh my god! Let's move on because Whoopi gonna be on my show one day. So let's move on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> and I love me some Whoopi. <laughs> we'll get banned from playing it, so I retract all of my statements. <laughs> Alright, so this segment that we love, the question of the day, and it is Rita's question of the day. Hit it, Rita. Yes, and it's not a relationship question. Next week, next time you hear our voices, it will be Black History Month. Mm -hmm. So, my question for each of you, since we have two educators. Sydney, do you work in the school system too? Technically, but I'm just an I'm just an administrative assistant. Okay, well, <laughs> in education, I want to know. So everyone has heard about the Florida governor Ron DeSantos defending the decision to um, block the African American course, African American studies. Have y'all heard about that? Yep. Okay, and particularly, did y'all hear his statement of he wants to basically. Um, not offered as an AP course. Uh, yep. So I want to know y'all's opinion on it as an African American, but also being in education. Because he said, First thing I will say is Black history is American history. That was one of his argument points, saying, uh, trying to invalidate um, Black history as not being a part of U.S. history. So the first thing I would say is black history is there is no US history without black history. So right. Period. Mm-hmm. Oh, was that your answer? That, no, I mean I'm still I'm still pondering the rest of my answer, but that's that was my opening statement. Oh, okay. Okay. That's a very, that's a very valid point. Yeah. Because as I think about it, you know, they always say, well, Washington, D.C. was designed by a black man, but they never go into that when you're in school. Like, you're learning about the government and all of that stuff, the buildings and the structure and all of that, and the choice to make it in D.C. and all of that, but they never, but after they just say it was designed by a black man, they don't go no, they go no further. Mm-hmm. So that's just, like, an interesting, like, point of what you're saying. Like, there is no U.S. history without African Americans, but yet, we're completely overlooked when it comes to U.S. history. All the time. Mm-hmm. Never fails. And it's just like, it's to the point now, I'm just like, like, I, we, like, why, why do we even, like, why is this even an argument? Like, that's the point. I, I, I don't even understand, like, why are we even arguing this? Because everybody mm-hmm. knows that you know, the United States would not exist without Black people and their contributions to this country. So why are we still sitting here arguing trying to figure out um, how Black history relates to U.S. history? Because that's what this is about, you know? Try, him trying to invalidate us by saying, oh, well, yes, Black history is important, but we don't need a whole course on it type of stuff. And I'm just like, what are you even talking about? Because America would not be what it is without Black history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just to interject before Austin answers, 
I wanted to read this statement because this man is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he says, so this is from the interview that he did um, with PBS. So he says, this course on Black history, this is Ron DeSantos', DeSantis words. This course on Black history, what are one of what's what of one of was the lessons about queer theory now who would say that an important part of black history is queer theory that is somebody pushing in, pushing an agenda on our kids and so when you look to see they have stuff about intersectionality abolishing prisons that's a political agenda what what yeah so he's saying that i guess i didn't even know that what he says an important part of black history is queer theory. I think he <laughs> doesn't know what intersectionality means. Right. I think he has to mix up with intersex. Yeah. No, nope. that's well, the first it, thing. That ain't what he he said. Intersectionality and abolishing pr- abolishing prisons. That's a political agenda. That's what he's. Ah. Oh, okay, he said political agenda, not queer agenda. Yeah, that's a political agenda, but he says queer theory is pushing an agenda on our kids by teaching that because that's an important part of black history. Okay, so he definitely doesn't know what intersectionality means. (laughs) No, That's not very shocking. (laughs) Because intersectionality is not (laughs) the same thing. It's not... Okay, okay. Yeah, whatever. They just, you know what... Nepotism is a real thing in the United States. <laughs> <laughs> it sure is. But now, Austin, what's your answer? What was the question, child? I don't the know. question, <laughs> Ron DeSantis. Okay, he's saying that African American history should not be taught because it adds no value, and he says it amounts to indoctrination. African American studies. I just feel like African. African American history should be taught. Like we spend all this time talking, and I'm not—I'm not offend some people when I say we spend all this time talking about the Holocaust, the other stuff, the this and the that, but we can't talk about Black history and what we've done, our contributions for the country. Mm-hmm. Not only that, it's always y'all need to get over it. Y'all need to go over it while shoving all- the Confederate flag in our face twenty-four-seven in North Carolina. Right. No, my my question is this: indoctrination into what? Is there some magical black cult that I didn't know about? Into respecting and understanding the plight of black African Americans in the United States, like wow! And then we're gonna take you down into a, what? We're gonna take you down into our south sides and make you drink our Kool Aid, need our barbecue ribs, like <laughs> what? Is that? indoctrination indoctrinate you into what seeing black people and understanding us right i i I think it's more so they don't want us to get riled up and mad knowing our our true history not just the martin luther king what other stuff that really happened right you know what okay i i really do because i will say when i went to north carolina a&c I had one perception of blackness and I came from a home where I was taught things outside of the history books in school. 
but I still had one perception of blackness and one understanding. And then when I got to A and T, and we had that mandatory African American class, uh, African American <laughs> studies class, right. I gained as I learned more about my people and about the plight of us in the world. Because my family, they made sure I understood our history, but that course made sure I, we understood our present as well. Yeah, my mentality changed. How I carried myself changed. What I thought about myself changed. What I thought I was capable of changed. And I do think that they try to lock that that information away from us to keep our younger people from gaining that knowledge. Right. Yep. And this is from public school. So could you imagine <laughs> your first interaction and encounter would be in college if you go? If you go to college. Yeah. If you go to if you go to college, if you you know, whereas I now I don't know because I don't know about PWIs, but I know it's required at a HBCU to take a course like that. It may not even be required of you if you go to a PWI. That's a choice that you would have to make. Mm-hmm. So that's knowledge that still would be locked away from you if you choose not to take that course. Yeah, and then even still, like Cameron said. It's the teaching of certain things like, you know, this stuff to you blue in the face. So why can't we talk about other stuff that's happening in the world? Mm-hmm. Like if yeah. I had one more lesson about MLK, I love Martin Luther King, but can we talk about somebody else? Or at least introduce them to other people. But and I was I, mean, I wasn't gonna say this, but I am. We having a Black History <laughs> Month of assembly thing for our kids. Tell me why all the people they talk about is people that we already know. Rosa Parks, Martin Luther King, yeah. Harriet Tubman. Yeah. Um, and they're going to throw in Barack Obama. Yeah. Uh, if I had to sit through one more thing about Harriet Tubman, child. A little razzle-dazzle. I mean, but are they even teaching? They might need to go back over Martin Luther King because people, and I saw more black people sharing this post than anything, or that little white girl talking about Martin Luther King, Martin Luther King died for our sins. Like, mm-hmm. and she looked to be in kindergarten where they should have taught her clearly. Like, so, have they, are they, they might need to keep teaching Martin Luther King until they get that right. Yeah. At least talk about his new stuff. That, not new stuff, but like stuff that we don't know about, like uh-uh, don't I was it. about to say, "Oh, uh-uh. be quiet." <laughs> well, they need to stop saying that he got shot by a random and just say that the feds killed him. Then I'll be fine. That part, right? Or you know, let's not uh, or like take the money that they use to make poor statues. Have y'all seen that ugly statue? <laughs> that was last. We just had a whole we conversation about, about that last one. Uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> but like. Take the, they could, that money could be used for better education, putting, yeah. com, you know, making sure all kids are allowed to have the internet, mm-hmm. all, all kinds of things. <laughs> yeah, I think it was ten million. Oh yeah, that definitely could have done some some good help in a in a underprivileged African American community. Right. So could have Franklin County could have used it. Child, they would have used it for evil. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Good Definitely not for no pool. But that, that is all. Yep. Okay. 
I just want to challenge everyone with Black History Month being upon us. If you are African-American or African-American-ish, take some days off in February. Because I am. Mm-hmm. Okay. Outside okay. of me. <laughs> <laughs> take some days off. Reflect. Be yourself. Do whatever. And learn something new. I challenge We're going to be all reflecting all right. Learn something new, too. <laughs> 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 Look at the old dog nutrients. <laughs> oh, gosh. But before you close, Rita, um, Sydney, tell the people where they can find you. Oh, Books by Sydney on all social media platforms. Um, be sure to follow me. I got some new stuff coming out eventually. <laughs> oh. Hey. Eventually, okay. You've been close. Coming soon. Mm-hmm. Everybody all clear? Hearts and minds are clear? Yep. Yep. Uh, cool beans. Well, thank you all for listening. We want to thank Sydney for coming on through with the hot tea as always. <laughs> she always come prepared. Right. <laughs> Disappoint. Never. <laughs> so we'll see you guys next week. And remember, because February 1st, will be Black History Month and celebrate someone special in your life. African American person preferably. <laughs> I'm black during Black History Month. Yep. We, that's Increase your black activity. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm still in it. I'm using it. <laughs> <laughs>